Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Cairns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. Obviously, folks, this week is no different. We are keeping momentum rolling. We are right in the, the midst of season 12. This is episode 132, which is a derivative of 12. 12 times 11 gives you 132. And this week, checking in from the 215, heading on down to Philly, the Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, my home sweet home, we have Zach Woomer. Zach is responsible for the creative and labels and kind of a lot of the art and branding for Levante Brewing. L-E-V-A-N-T-E. And we also want to give a quick shout out and thank you to Phil of Paired Pints. If you're not following along with Phil on Instagram, seeing his food, which makes me hungry all the time as I'm trying to watch watch my uh, my lovely dad bod, kind of keep that going and uh, pairing it with different beers, really great photos. And just uh, he's been a huge supporter of the, of the project from the jump. And so that was really cool that he was, uh, you know, recommended we we speak with Zach. So it kind of comes full circle. Please don't hesitate to reach out. If you are an artist, if you know an artist, if there's someone that, um, you know, you think we should be checking out, obviously the hashtag 16OZCanvas has really kind of taken off and it's a lot of fun to to explore there, see what's new, see what's old, uh, something borrowed, something blue, and uh, really just a, a lot of great people out there, great designers, great artists, some tasty beers, Another fun fact, we are past the halfway mark of Sober October. We, uh, we do, have done dryuary in the past. We just try to, try to you know, keep things interesting. It is, a, it is a challenge, especially as we are in the midst of uh, beautiful fall. We get a little chilly, which is a perfect time to you know, get, the, get the bonfire, campfire going, and crack a stout at three. So we will be back in full swing in, uh, in no time, and it's just been, uh, it's been a lot of fun to do that. You know, we're doing a little bit of training at the gym and just kind of uh, it's nice to just kind of recalibrate and get things uh, get things going so you know we'll uh, we'll keep you updated we'll see how it goes but uh, I think that uh, it'll be a perfect way to end that on, on Halloween and uh, let us know what you're going to be for Halloween we don't have a we have costumes um, we may have shared one of my guilty pleasures is buying random shit off of Instagram and so we bought some masks that we found and once you kind of click on something and you know you through the cookies and and tracking that is out there, um, you get some weird ads. And so I must be on some list of uh, buying random things. And I'd say for the most part, it's been about a 60, maybe 70% success rate. But uh, it's never it's never a dull adventure. And you do kind of uh, sometimes the joy of an impulse buy is when it comes quickly. When you don't get it for a couple weeks or months, it kind of loses its flavor. And you realize, you know, what did I order? Why did I order this? And... Um, Sometimes it even comes out of season. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what shows up at the postman. It does, uh, you kind of forget about it and get a little annoyed. And then, you know, a month and a half later, you get this random package from Poland and, you know, it, uh, it comes full circle. But episode 132, Zach Woomer, Z-A-C-H-W-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. You can follow along there. You can see all of his adventures. He's in the midst of doing Inktober which is a really great thing that's uh, it's massive in scope. You know, we were blessed to be able to be a part of the 16-ounce Doodler Die with Robbie Davis, which we talk about. But Inktober is really at a, at a new level, and you can really see some amazing works uh, from all around the world, and folks are really just putting out some, some great work. So we are excited. Um, next week we'll announce our uh, event in Connecticut for December. So that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a different kind of spin on what we're doing with the Art of Craft Beer. And uh, stay tuned, 16ozcanvas.com, 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And I'm AJ, so AJ at 16ozcanvas.com. Let's get into it. Episode 132, Zach Woomer, Levante Brewing, right here, the 16-ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast, the art of craft beer. Let's do it, folks. Let's get at it. Zach's episode... In two, one, boom. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today, checking in from my hometown of Philadelphia, 
representing the uh, 215, Mr. Zach Woomer. Zach is the resident artist at Levante Brewing, and uh, he was a recommendation from our our mutual friend Phil of uh, Paired Pints. So I want to give a, a plug there, and uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, thank you, Zach. Like I said, you know, the last couple of weeks has been a little crazy trying to schedule stuff, and uh, I appreciate your you know, your flexibility and uh, making time to join us today. Yeah, it's all good, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was a, it was a no brainer. I really you know I really enjoy what you're doing. I really enjoy how you share your work. One of the things I think is pretty unique to what you're doing. Um, you know, a lot of folks show sketches, but you have kind of this video hybrid overlay where you show the early sketches and then kind of where it ends up and then you do kind of a you know a, a pain from you know right to left or what have you and i i really like that that's one of my favorite things and it's you know having looked at um more labels than i uh, ever thought was possible i think you're one of the few if only people i've seen do that which is really cool yeah well thanks yeah i like showing because a lot of the times i hand draw them and what i draw usually is uh it's an exact match with with what ends up being on the label so it was, uh it's fun to just show that side of it because every so often people ask about what my process is and stuff like that so it's just a fun thing to show yeah i think it's really nice it's it, it show it, it's kind of cool just to see how you know how you got to where you're going and then you know where, where it ended up i you know i think the one I, one of my favorites is, is the groove theory one which has all those you know really detailed shapes so to see that that was yeah, the hand-drawn aspect of that, you know, which is, uh, it's just, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to applaud you for doing that. I think, you know, I know yeah. personally, I, I really dig that. That was, uh, it's funny. The groove theory one was pretty fun. Uh, and that one was, uh, super meticulous. And my fiance, she's like watching me do it. And she's like, can you just do like one panel of it and just repeat it? Uh, like no one's going to know that they're all different or whatever and I, you know i'm like no i'm too anal for that i need to <laughs> need to sketch out the entire thing so it was, well, uh that was a fun one it looks dope yeah now as you mentioned uh if you want to follow along zach with the ch woomer two o's w o o m e r and uh you can find out um his also is a Threadless shop a little shop dot threadless dot com and uh, it's really fun right now if you, you join along uh, Zach's doing uh, Inktober, which is uh, it's really popular, and it's been really cool to see folks, you know, diving in with that. Right? You're doing is that, what, that you're doing? Ink, yeah, you're doing Inktober, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to do like non-traditional versions of it. Uh, there was a couple years where I didn't even do them in ink. I would just take the opportunity to like pick a theme. <laughs> but uh, this year, the ones I'm actually doing are in ink. But I was doing them as standalone graphics, and then just putting them on the shop for people that. I uh, like that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think you know, we just did the Doodle or Die with Robbie Davis, and I just really liked it because a lot of folks just took it as a challenge. And up until up until the uh, the laptop incident of uh, nineteen, you know, we were trying to do every day, and it was really like we you know were committed to trying to do as many as we could digitally. And so I really just kind of took a you know. I don't know, kicking the balls there and just really kind of was really bummed about that. And I, I'm, I'm still determined to, to finish it up. But it was just uh, it was just nice because for people creating all the time, it just gives me a new appreciation for folks like yourself because just to just to find the time to come up with, you know, the ideation, come up with an idea and then to implement it in 24 hours plus living your daily life and all the other shit. It's really uh, it's really tough. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's uh, I, I like stuff like that that sort of gives you outside creative motivation to do different stuff because a lot of times you get stuck in in what you're doing and um i mean that's one of the great things about working for a brewery is it's just like constant new ideas that i get to work on i don't have to be the one that that comes up with the names which is usually the catalyst for where the idea comes from i get to just sort of take that and run with it and then that that's what my ideas build off of so it's it's nice to have that sort of pressure off of you. You get to just make the creative stuff out of the ideas. You don't always have to be the one coming up with it, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, before we dive into the the brewery stuff, we're gonna let's let's focus on on you know the Zach story. You know, let's take a take a little bit of time here to to tell us about yourself. How you kind of you know found your calling, and uh, you know take us back as far as you like. Uh, and uh, I'm just gonna sit back and drink my coffee. Sure. Well, uh, I've really been drawing for about as long as I can remember. I mean, uh, I come from an artistic family. 
I have three brothers. Two of them are older that can draw. And my younger one sort of got the short end of the stick as far as the arts goes. Um, by the time I got into school, uh, you know, I had people coming up to me like, oh, you're a woman. Can you draw this picture of my dog? Like, uh, shit like that. It was nice, though. I always loved making art and always sort of was encouraged to do so growing up by friends and family. So it was like fortunate that way. Um, you know, from there, the dream of like being a famous fine artist sort of grew, uh, not even a traditional fine artist either. Um, this is like uh, me and my, a lot of my friends played Magic the Gathering growing up. So I'd be like, oh, I, I can work for Wizards of the Coast, making art for cards, stuff like that. But um, thankfully, I had great advice from my high school art teacher, uh, Miss J. She suggested getting into graphic arts, like do that and then do fine art stuff on the side. Um, and at the time, I had no idea what graphic arts were. Uh, so I moved with my oldest brother, Josh, to Philly, um, found like a good small design school that I could afford, uh, Antonelli, which is sadly closed now. Um, but they had great teachers. Uh, I learned a lot there. Um, and I still continue to learn from them. So, uh, friends with a few of them. Uh, and then I got a job right after graduating. Um, uh, once I started working, like in the creative field, uh, I pretty much vowed to never take a normal job again. <laughs> um, as much as I loved working at the movie theater, um, which I still, you know, the movie theater was great. Uh, but that was over like 10 years now. Um, so a few years ago, uh, you know, fast forward, and I was working in an agency with Tim's wife, Amanda. Um, Tim is one of the founders of Levante. She was like, hey, you know, my husband's starting this little brewery and needs some, needs some work done. Would you be interested? You know, I'm like, fuck yeah, uh, compared to what I was doing at the time, that sounded amazing. Um, I did a few, and they were really happy with the work I was doing. After a little while, they came back uh, and asked for more, and it got to the point where I was doing like two or three labels a month for them. Um, and it was awesome in the beginning. You know, they were paying me mostly in beer, which was cool awesome <laughs> they uh that's what i would spend the money on anyway uh they were finally able to offer me a full-time position uh, around the end of 2018 like i immediately took it and put my two weeks in at my other job it was like as close to a dream job for designers you can get um especially with how they were allowing me to work up till then you know they uh they really let me go crazy with the labels sometimes and they have like, amazing brewers that work there. So I'm also fortunate I get to make work for something I actually think is really good, um, which is great to say. You know, I have a friend of mine um, told me something that pretty much summed it up pretty well. He was like, I don't like people, uh, I don't like having to tell people that I have a friend that works at Levante. He's like, I really like their beer. And I don't want people to think I'm just saying that because I have a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know the feeling. <laughs> so I, uh, I pretty much handle, handle uh, anything they need me to now. I, cause I do development or I started out as a developer. So I um, did their site design. I do some development on that. I do their merch and their branding, um, the course of labels. Um, so they keep me pretty busy and they have like a crazy aggressive production schedule, which personally I love because I get a lot of variety out of it. Like I was saying is because um, they come to me with, with the names a lot of the time and sort of a, a small bit of direction. And then I get to sort of go crazy. Um, and they've been doing all this other stuff as well, like the seltzers and they just did a coffee blend. Speaking of drinking coffee, they, um, they're really not afraid to expand past even just being a simple brewery. So it's, um, it gives me tons of variety and I get to do, um, get to work on stuff in a lot of different capacities that way, which is great. And then plus knowing people like Phil um, from Pear Pines, he hit me up about doing collaborations with him. So I've gotten to do a couple of them. Um, I have, my buddy, like Nathan Hurst, 
uh, he does like theme shows in the city. Um, so he got me into those that actually got me back into painting and stuff lately. Um, plus many of the death series paintings and stuff I've been working on. Um, so it's been, uh, uh, life filled, life, life filled with creativity pretty much. <laughs> I've always had you know, friends and family that have encouraged me to do that type of stuff. So it's, it's been easy. <laughs> Yeah, I think having the siblings that were already kind of uh, paved the way, you know, you didn't have to, you didn't have to answer those awkward questions or deal with that of like, what are you going to do with that? I think, I know, I, I think it's really important that the support that people get early on, you know, how it goes. We've, we've had a lot of folks who end up in uh, career paths that they're just miserable at, but it just seems like, like from 20,000 or 30, whatever it is, that phrase, 30,000 feet, that it's like a, a safer job, but I don't know, just kind of yeah. eat to their soul. So I, I really, I really, I, I love when people kind of can find their calling from an, from an early, early age and feel comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, I agree. I think like, as far as creativity goes, I think it's something that a lot of people have that they're born with. And then it's like, it depends on how you grow up and who you're surrounded by. And then that creativity can either flourish or, or sort of get snuffed out. Um, and some people just find other ways to utilize it other than traditional art. So there's probably a lot of really brilliant people that are like problem solvers that are really good at art, I'm sure. Um, but I was fortunate to, you know, have people um, in my life. Cause even my, my dad was in a band when I was younger um, and all my brothers were artistic. Uh, my mom a little bit, <laughs> she was more just supportive. Um, but everyone sort of, uh, pushed me to keep doing it, and no one, no one was ever like, "No, that's not a that's not a good career path or anything like that." So it was uh, it was nice to be always sort of encouraged. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Woomer Clan for uh, for paving the way and being supportive. <laughs> I, th I think it's yeah, I think it's awesome because you're right. I mean, I think fulfillment and what is uh, you know, and success and all these kind of uh, cliche buzzwords, right? I think it's just kind of. Uh, they're tangible yeah. and, you know, you, there are things that, you know, happiness is, you know, really, it's really, uh, I know people see it differently, but I think just you know, the fact that you've been doing it for so long. And I, I like this that you said when you're in high school, it was like, Hey, can you draw this for me? You're, you're a woomer. Let's get to it. It was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the bar was already set pretty, uh, pretty high. So that's, that was good. Exactly. It was already through association. The, mar <laughs> the marketing plan had already worked pretty good. Your branding was, was on point. Exactly. Exactly. Now, in terms of your your style, how did you you know, have you seen that you know evolve over, over time? What was are you still focused the same way? Have you kind of uh, is there is there new techniques that you're trying to trying to work on? You said you have some, a painting series you're working on. You've gotten back into painting. What is your kind mm -hmm. of uh, your typical mediums or, or process? Uh, well, mediums I'll do anything really because I like. Uh, it all depends on the style and sort of the initial idea because I'll, um, I'll see different styles that I want to try. Um, like, uh, the painting series is, is all this sort of like Van Gogh-esque inspired type stuff to where it's like really, uh, thick paint lines and using a lot of the, um, the patterns of the, the strokes and stuff like that to add on to the color and everything. So there's stuff with that or stuff with the brewery where um, um, I'll do anything that really supports the idea. And like I said, when they give me enough time, I can really explore that stuff. Um, and doing that, even that stuff uh, like Inktober and any of those things where uh, I get an idea to run with and I'll start doing research and I'll see sort of different styles and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, I really want to try something in that style and I'll figure out sort of what I can do that will look like that. Like, Oh, I think they might've done that with ink, or I think that might be paint, or I think that might be straight up just digital. Cause it all like, um, uh, it's all really based on that. Cause I, I like learning a lot. So, um, getting to explore different ideas like that gives me the opportunity to really learn and explore other styles to do. So it's hard to really narrow down on a specific style that I have. Um, lately with the labels and stuff, it's been more just pen and ink. Um, 
as you can see with those uh, the animations that you're talking about showing the actual work um, where I get to just sit down and I can I can uh, pencil sketch an entire label and then ink it uh, ink it up like and then I'll take a picture of it with my phone because I don't have a scanner <laughs> and then um, image trace it on the computer and go from there like uh, it's all mostly hand drawn um, as far as my label work goes and then I digitally color it um, but it all starts with uh, like the name really as far as that work goes um, Spencer, my PSC at work, he's the uh, brand coordinator. So he'll come to me with like a beer name um, that he or one of the brewers had in mind. Uh, and then a lot of the times the name gives me an idea. And like he'll, he'll do a small write-up that sort of points me in a direction. But from there, I pretty much have, you know, free reign. So I, uh, um, it's nice that they... Uh, they've never really honed in on a specific style or never made me sort of cater to a style. They, they really give me uh, a lot of creative freedom as far as that goes. Yeah. I, I like that. Cause they're, I, if you, like I said, if you go folks, go to Zach Woomer on Instagram and if you scroll through, you, you can see that. And I, I like that you share those and you have, you have pencil sketches and stuff with crayons and paint and, you know, digital pieces that you're working on. And it's really just kind of, you can see the, the gamut and, and it kind of, when you're, when you're trying to work out something new, you know, um, it, it looks like, you know, you're sharing those. And so it's really cool to kind of see that these little like bursts of, you know, five or six different things that, you know, you're trying a new style or, you know, maybe even just new pens that you have. And so it's, yeah, it's really nice because you, you do have that, you know, you're really versatile. And I think it, it shows that your, your willingness to, to A, try something new, but then to share it. And, you know, it, you know, you might go look back and cringe on it, but, you know, at that time you're making yourself, you know, open, open to that, which is cool to see. Yeah. It's hard. I have this habit of like, as soon as I get done making something, I just want to immediately share it. So it's, it's hard. Like, uh, I don't ruminate on, on a lot of the work that I do. Um, that's why the paintings have been really hard because the paintings take me a long time to get done. So it's, uh, uh, even with that series, cause I want to like get all of, um, the paintings done with the series before I do something with them. I want to do try and do like a show or something. So it's, it's been hard as I get each one done and I'm like, man, I, uh, I really like how this turned out. Uh, and then every so often, like, uh, my fiance and I will have like people over and they're like, Oh, I didn't see that one yet. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to save them and trying to, uh, show a little discipline, I guess. Yeah. With that side of it. Yeah. I know there's the one, it's kind of the, the flower child, uh, grim reaper one. And that was, that was really cool. Cause you show like, there's probably, you know, probably a dozen plus, uh, photos of the different stages of it to really see how how you put that together and kind of each, each stage of that process. And then you have other ones that are just, you know, quicks, uh, you know, pen and ink or, you know, pencil sketches. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really fun folks. So you should definitely, uh, you know, check that out while you're listening and see kind of, uh, all the, all the different, uh, avenues that, uh, Zach's going with his art and creativity. Thank you, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's no brainer, man. It's just fun because it's not each one is different. Even you know, your photography, you know, you know, you're you're framing stuff up nicely too. So it's a yeah, it's a good peek into kind of the full the full circle of life there with you. Yeah, thanks. But like photography is a whole other animal. That's something that I would love to be able to actually do. Um, I can cheat and use my phone, but someday I'll, I'll learn to use an actual camera. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> one, one one step at a time. So when you when you're meeting with the team and you get the and you get the the name or the idea, what's the what's the time frame like on that? You know, the, you, do you have, how much time is is typical? Obviously, I mean, working at a brewery, nothing's really typical. But how do you guys kind of manage all the different beers coming down the pike? Uh, man, it all depends. Like some some of them, uh, they sort of have planned out pretty well, and some of them are more aggressive. Like their uh, production schedule is pretty crazy. So it's, it, um, cause they have, they, they, a lot of the times they give the brewers, um, 
a little more freedom there. So some of the younger brewers will just be like, I have an idea for a beer I want to try. And they'll give them sort of a small setup and they'll get to make something and do in the tap room. And if it does well, then that'll be one of the ones that they'll can on top of like, um, on top of the ones that sort of the head brewer and uh, they come up with their uh, recipes and stuff like that. So that's, it's a constant flow of creativity there. So it's sometimes, you know, I'll have like a one or two day turnaround. Um, and sometimes I'm given like a three or four day buffer. Like those are the times when I really get to like sit and hand draw something. The one or two days are usually, uh, it'll be more of a digital design because it's all I have time for. So it's, um, I mean, they have, they have the production schedule set for like a couple weeks out, but, uh, it's a it's a an evolving beast the entire time you know so it's i'll uh Spencer will sit me down and will usually um a week ahead give me sort of the rundown of what's coming up so then um by the time i have time to work on the stuff coming up i'll have like a couple of days to sort of bust them all out um and like I said, I think they're usually, uh, they're usually pretty receptive to what I'm doing. So a lot of the times, you know, I get something done in a couple of days and, uh, Spencer's like, yeah, man, looks great. You know, he'll occasionally reel me in a little bit, like, is this legible, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But, um, otherwise, uh, yeah, it's just, it's pretty aggressive. Um, but it's fun. Like I said, I, I have such sort of like ADD when it comes to, when it comes to style and when wanting to try new things. So the fact that they just, they constantly are, are coming up with new stuff for me to work on is, is awesome for me. Like it fulfills that sort of creative urge that I always have, you know? Yeah. Cause if you look at, cause you can see the different techniques that you're using or, or how you're playing with the different colors and, you know, shapes and patterns, you kind of have a, <clears throat> some of them have like a, almost like a little extra to them, you know, with the, all these like kind of interlocking uh, patterns within one, but they you know, make up the whole. So it's that like multidimensional can focus, you know, from, from, uh, you know, different viewpoints. It looks, you know, it looks like different things, which is always, uh, I, mean, I think the circuit, I think it's circuit trip or circuit trap. Uh, that is, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we were, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, the groove theory one before, which is, uh, it almost looks like one of those uh, colorblind, um, charts you see with all the dots and what have you so uh yeah yeah that was one of, it's funny you actually you pinpointed one of uh mc escher he's one of my big influences like i like him a lot like uh him like uh van gogh um picasso stuff sometimes um ralph steadman like all the like if you look through my work I, you can see sort of like the the common theme of pretty much a, a blend of all of their stuff together for the most part they are uh uh really influenced by their stuff yeah right i mean i think it's important i think that's always and i think that everybody has those uh individuals they look at and at that point in time they're like their mind are blown that they were able to do that you know with with kind of the the same tools and so it all, I, I always find it interesting but yeah definitely there's a few of those Stedman splatters you have throughout you know some of your works uh, which is always cool to see yeah yeah it is um like I said it's it's once I see a style that I really like it's uh then it's just a matter of getting an idea for a theme or whatever then it's like all right I can take this style and apply it to that theme and then have tons of work that I can do and and learn from you know yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's cool to see because like we were talking, yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes back to what you're saying that you're always you're just trying to learn, and you know, I think that's and that the the crew over there probably now knows that, and they try to see what they can. I don't because like beer is always crazy new ideas, right? Let me try this. You said there's the kind of a pilot batch system, so the whole thing is just kind of you know, pushing the envelope and seeing what what can be done, and you know, now that you're you know, full, full-time member of the team, which is pretty amazing, you know, that they're able to do that. It's always a, I think it's always a smart business decision when that's possible to, you know, have a creative person as part of the, the staff because you can make, you can make good beer and I bet it's really good, but if, uh, if it's not, if the brand isn't on point and being represented, then it's kind of, uh, it's super competitive. So you, you got to be thinking big picture. 
Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. Like it's something that even from the beginning, I, I, talking to Tim and stuff, it was like, we want to eventually bring you in. Um, and then it was something that like, it got to a point where I, uh, every so often I'm like, Hey man, you know, is it, uh, is it time yet for that or, or not? Or cause it was, uh, it was to that point where they were starting to, even uh, from a freelance uh, standpoint having me do some of their other stuff like their merch and stuff like that and then it it gets to the point where I'm like I really like doing all of this stuff just just hire me full time and I'll do it for you all the time <laughs> it, was, it was um it was always in the in the in the plan uh but it was it was something that I was so excited to be able to do and always sort of pushed them for <laughs> so yeah how good uh, how good that. yeah how good did it feel that when you got to put those two weeks in do your your uh not loving your job you weren't loving so much yeah i mean it felt it felt great like i said it was just um because that working in an agency that's more run-of-the-mill kind of design stuff i was doing like web design and stuff like that and it was uh it just gets sort of um repetitive after a while so working then or doing the work for levante where it's just constantly this evolving thing and i constantly get to work on new things and explore new different creative outlets and avenues and stuff like that, where I was like, that's like the perfect type of job for my personality, basically. <laughs> so it worked out really well. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you're happy because then we're happy. And then that's how we're now we're here. So then you're, you're at work right now <laughs> being interviewed about, you know, your work and you know, Levante. Listening episode 132 of the 16 ounce canvas featuring the talented Zach Woomer, Levante Brewing, full circle right here on the 16 ounce canvas. The idea of saying that you're working your dream job is wonderful. You, know, you can hear all the, the hard work, the years, you know, working for beer literally, and now to be able to say you're doing what you love, I think it's wonderful. I'm a little jealous. You know, I guess we do this, and this is what we love. So, you know, just uh, uh, that gives hope. And that's really what I think we're trying to do here. I think that, you know, we're trying to introduce you and give you a perspective, maybe encourage you or just let you have an outlet or live vicariously through somebody. But the idea of, you know, waking up every day and, you know, going to work and being something you love is, you know, it's it's a wonderful thing. And it's not easy. There's, you know... But there is opportunity, there is hope, and that, that encourages us. You know, we're, we're getting towards, you know, this is kind of the end of the year, Q4. We're looking at, you know, looking ahead to 2020. We're going to make a kind of a list of some new milestones across off. We've, you know, been been really uh, happy with what we, we put out there and, you know, did in 2019. we still got more to do. You know, we're hoping to be more involved with some more events. You know, really excited. Um, if you haven't heard, we're going to be uh, Collective Arts you know, series, uh, I believe it's series 15 judge. We're also going to be uh, a judge on the, the panel for, um, there's a craft brew marketing awards, which is really cool. It's going to feature some different um, brewing and, you know, labels and, you know, branding uh, opportunities there for folks to submit to. So it's, it's a really, uh, really kind of all-star lineup of folks who are on that panel with me. So I'm just kind of, uh, little bit in, in all of that the fact that we're even you know even a part of that but I think also you got to really kind of step back and just um, realize that what we're doing is you know is is really something special and something that's unique and we're really proud of that and I think that's why um, you know that's why these new opportunities are you know making themselves available you know we're talking to different um, uh, organizations about doing events with you know various beer weeks around the country you know our, our bucket list still is to to do an event um you know we love to do one in, in the west coast we also like to do one over in the uk so who knows but we're gonna put it on the list you know and, and hopefully one day we'll get to you know check that off the list but it's uh it's gonna be on the to-do list and we're gonna obviously we'll tell you all about it we did cross one thing off of our bucket list recently if you're uh you know we just posted it the, uh, the other day Obviously, depending on when you're you're listening to this, 
but we got our first tattoo, so really uh, you know excited about that. Uh, I went a couple weeks ago to uh, Hope Gallery Tattoo in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. You can find out more information about them at uh, HopeGalleryTattoo.com and Hope Gallery Tattoo on uh, Instagram. And so I want to thank Joe over there, uh, Joe Capiobianco. Uh, for, for doing the tattoo there. He's done some labels for, for Counterweight. He's also done some for um, Black Hog and a few other um, small projects here and there. So um, we, we talked about getting him on the, the podcast, maybe season 13 or, or season 14. So we'll look for that. Look for an announcement on that in the coming days. Uh, again, um, episode 132, Zach Woomer, you know, living the dream, doing what he loves, you know, kind of uh, it's in the bloodline. So it's nice to uh, see that uh, impact his uh, older brother's had on him and really helped him to, you know, get the creative juices growing. He's always challenging himself, trying different, you know, styles and, and techniques. And it just seems like he really kind of uh, thrives off of that and brings him really some uh, some wonderful for joy and happiness. And I know it sounds a little hokey to say stuff like that at times, but why why should it? Why You know, why is that weird to say? But um yeah, I'm really, really proud of Zach. Not that we have any uh, impact on that, but just kind of uh, just like to see folks, you know, being their best self and living the dream. And whatever that dream is, folks, it's possible. You know, I'm not saying if you listen to this, thank you for listening. And, you know, if you're listening, feel free to head on over to any of the majors, you know, iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, leave a review, ratings. Anyway, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this, you can take away different stuff. This doesn't just because you listen to this. I don't expect that you're going to have your, you know, be an artist or be a designer and do your labels. Obviously, we do have a, a you know, niche there with uh, you know some of our our listeners are, are in that space. But I think you see the encouragement and the fact that these are folks just trying to you know find find their their place and doing you know what makes them happy, working hard, you know, being committed to their craft, and you know, despite it not being you know. Um, you know, whatever traditional is nowadays, you know, they're, they're going for it. And so I think everybody, no matter where you are in life, whatever age you are, obviously, if you're, you know, you're a child listening to this, you're probably one of my sons, but whatever it is, I hope you take a little bit of inspiration away or just, you know, hopefully it uh, helps, you know, take some time on a, a long road trip or you're in a flight somewhere and you you download a few in the queue. So, you know, we, uh, we thank you. We got a you know, few folks who, who, who gave us that feedback as well. Um, you know, thanks to, you know, give a little shout out to, to Adam Jolly. And it's just really cool that, you know, people do that. And we, you know, we, we love all the feedback interaction. So don't hesitate to reach out. AJ at 16ozcanvas.com. That is me. It goes right to me, the royal we, we, myself, and I. And, uh, you know, get in touch. Don't be a stranger. Use those hashtags, though. We're really, we're really proud of that. We've been consistent with that. You know, we made a conscious choice not to, you know, go down the, the beer porn uh, path. We thought it was a little cheesy. We still kind of do. Um, we don't tag our stuff with that. You know, these artists and designers are creating stuff unique. Really, you know, really make it a, make it a point to, to support that. Looking forward to when we're back in Philly after uh, Sober October's over to you head on over to Levante and, you know, say what's up to the crew there and uh, crack a couple and, uh, you know, Keep the traditions going, and we've really had a great time with that. So let's get right back into it. Episode 132. Again, for all you math folks, uh, 12 times 11. It's beautiful. Zach Woomer, Levante Brewing, part two begins now. Like I said before, folks, Zach Woomer on Instagram. And if you go there, you'll notice that Zach is a big fan of having a dozen um, Instagram accounts. So um, what are you going to tell us? You got Zach's alphabet, all the doctors, the end stories, and art of Woomer. What's, uh, what's the story with all those, man? Oh, that was, that was uh, well, in the same vein of like the Inktober stuff where, uh, you know, I get a theme that I can run with and then I, I do a bunch of work within this sort of theme and this idea and uh that was sort of like an early on idea where i'm like i can just take all this stuff and just shove it onto its own page uh so that it's it's separate and people can just find that specific thing i don't do that as much anymore but i do still list all those ones out that i've done before it's just because they're um uh just for prosperity sake i guess <laughs> yep just it's giving on. you hard just giving you a hard time uh folks if you want to see the uh <laughs> the inktober stuff that he's working on now if you go to a little shop.threadless.com, it's right there on Zach Woomer's uh, 
Instagram. You can follow along with that, and you can see some of his uh, the, the fresh Inktober's there, um, kind of uh, their uh, plays on branding and famous kind of uh, icons, I guess for, for for brands. I think there's Mr. Clean, Tony the Tiger, Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy, and the Jolly Green Giant who's smoking a spliff. So he's a different type of green. <laughs> It's uh yeah. yeah, it is all good. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, so are you? Uh, They're gonna slowly turn into like garbage pail kids versions. Oh. I think soon enough. Yeah, right. I was trying to think of like creative ideas, but it's like some of the ideas I have for the ones coming up are like they're gonna be more. Uh, it's really gonna get into the like garbage pail kids realm where they're just gonna be weird, grotesque. <laughs> Oh, good. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Let's see. We got what are the upcoming words so we can how you can freak out on them a little bit. Let's see. Uh, there's if you follow along, it's in, Inktober. There's it's it's massive. There's just you know there's like thousands of people that do it. So it's really it's a really cool thing to to see. I don't know if it's thousands, but it just sounds it sounds bigger than. Yeah, I, can't. I think there's probably even more than thousands. I think so. At this point, yeah. It's funny though. I saw this graph recently, and I feel uh, it's pretty accurate. It was like. People that do participate in October and the graph is like way at the top. And then it's like by like the middle of the month, it's all the way down uh, to almost no one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that seems pretty accurate. A lot of people go in with, with uh, a lot of steam. Uh, and by the middle of the month, it's like all of your other work catches up with you. Like, uh, this is a little hard to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um it's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, if you yeah, follow along the hashtag, but I, I think I think they have their own Instagram too at Inktober, because otherwise you just go down that the hashtag of uh, you know, and, and you're kind of uh, yeah, you're, you're fucked. So, oh yeah, yeah, a million. Yeah, they had a million uh, Inktober posts uh, this year, and so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> so millions are part of a thousand. So I was right. So you know, round yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So, what do we? Uh, what, what's what's on the docket now? What are you, what are you working on now? What's uh, you know any any any? You said you're working on your painting series. Is that something that will you'll be able to share with us in the future? Or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, as far as personal work, that's why. Like, um, a lot of times I do a lot of like simple illustrative work just to get that sort of like uh, outside of my normal job creativity out of the way but with the paintings and stuff it's um it's such a process so like by the time i get them done it'll probably be like a year from now i think um and i want like i've already talked to uh like spencer at the brewery and stuff like that i want to try and actually show it there um because they've had some uh uh some stuff similar to that before they do like a little event for it or whatever so like that would be perfect um, that's sort of what I'm planning on uh, is trying to do that, but it's going to be a while before I get finished with that stuff. Otherwise I'm just doing, you know, like the, uh, the brewery work takes up a lot of my time um, and be trying to do like small stuff like the Inktober and stuff like that, just to sort of, again, break out of the mold and do, do something a little different. That's really been um, uh, taking up most of my time lately. You know, that's my uh, fiance Rachel loves it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and you said fiance, so you guys are. Do you have a date? When's the big date? Because that's a whole another. I mean, that's a whole undertaking. From, I mean, it's a lot of work. I won't say anything derogatory, but it's just a lot of work. Oh no, it is. Uh, uh, she's been handling a lot of that because she, uh, she really is sympathetic with how busy I am. Thankfully, <laughs> but um. That is October 30th of next year, actually, 2020. She really wanted like a Halloween wedding, but the um, the one place where we're getting married at a Michener Museum, um, there was like a huge difference in price between, because it was the 30th fell on a Friday and then Halloween is on a Saturday. So it was just like, uh, it's not worth it. We'll just do really close to Halloween instead of actually on the day. <laughs> that'll be that'll be close enough yeah they find ways like you could literally go to the same place and have the same party but you just say it's a wedding party i mean literally the same people same food and it's you know the, the multiplier so they definitely try to uh squeeze as much out of you as they can 
yeah it's tough but um like when we went to look at that place the museum is beautiful so it was it was like well this is this is absolutely where we want to do it so then we just you know had to uh make make those logistical decisions <laughs> to be able to accommodate it yeah i would my piece of advice we invite less people there's you're probably oh, yeah. there's probably about 15 20% of the people you think that you should invite and if you, if you question it once, they should just get trimmed right off the list because I invited way too many people, and uh, which is fine. You don't like, really, and because the, the thing is, you don't really care about them. Like not in a mean way, but like once it starts, like you're not really like worrying if like Aunt Betsy is having a good time. Like you're just like, okay, this is my day. You're here. <laughs> Someone else will figure that out. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's definitely what that's something that we're working through right now. Where it's it's uh, just our families alone are tons of people. Like we both have pretty robust families so then on top of that we're like okay we only can we only can have this many friends here so it is something where uh it sucks to have to basically rank your friendship <laughs> to a degree um but yeah i don't know any of my friends listening to this hopefully they understand if they're not invited <laughs> yeah if you're listening all. yeah if you're listening you really have a few months to really step your game up and really just kind of be, you know, become a better friend. So if you're not, you know, just yeah. really, you, know <laughs> you know, bring your a game and uh, bribes are always helpful. So, yeah, exactly. This is my address. Uh, I'll take money order or cash, either one. Yeah. Fine. Send it to the podcast and then we'll siphon it. You know, we'll get our finders fee. But um, now earlier <laughs> on, you mentioned uh, your brothers are, are artists also. Are they, are they still active? Is that still a family calling or you know, how, how that work out? I did not to the degree that I am there. Uh, they still um, pursue sort of artistic endeavors uh, somewhat, but for the most part, they, they all like took normal jobs. Like my older brother actually did go to art school, but he didn't end up pursuing that as a career. Um, well, he, my oldest brother, Josh, my other older brother, Justin, like he, um, he doesn't, work in that as a career but he actually just started picking up design stuff like he's starting to learn design programs and stuff like that which is really exciting because he'll he'll hit me up and be like hey what do you think about this i'm like man this is awesome he's actually he's actually uh getting into that sort of thing but even before that he was doing like woodwork um he would build uh things really like a, a really good carpenter and stuff like that so um they both are they they still are creative outside of, uh, having it as a career. Um, and then, like I said, my dad was really the other catalyst for, um, pushing us all creatively. And he's, he's still involved in music and stuff like that. Uh, and then my younger brother, unfortunately has, doesn't have an artistic bone in his body. I don't think <laughs> he's really good at cooking. I guess that counts. That's um, an art. Yeah. That's an art. Yeah. yeah but, but otherwise, yeah, they, they, they didn't pursue it as hard as a career um, like I have, but, but they're still very creative people. And I still sort of rely on them sometimes as far as uh, when I'm doing work and everything. I really trust their opinion um, because even though they don't do it, they still, they still have that eye for it, you know, Yeah, which is nice. Right, and they, yeah, and it's kind of, the the story and the, the them doing it inspired you to do it. So it's, and it's nice that there's still that um, you know kind of you, you still look to them. You know, it's I don't know. I'm a big brother, so anytime uh, my siblings reach out for for big brother brotherly advice, it's always kind of just makes me feel kind of old and cool, depending on what depending on what the yeah. request is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hopefully more cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it could be. Yeah. It works out. I just can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for them all to have kids because they're they would just torment me. They're wonderful aunts and uncles, but they would torment the hell out of my kids. Like not in a mean way, like not like harass them, but just kind of like the, you know, the, the textbook, like crazy uncles and just like, didn't really work within the confines of children. So it's just nice. I can't wait to just like give their kids like lots of sugar and, you know, <laughs> get them loud toys and just be, be a little bit more obnoxious. That's funny. That's where I'm at now. Like they, uh, both, both of my older siblings have kids now. My my one brother Justin actually just had a baby uh, a couple of days ago, um, and that's where I'm I'm at in that boat where I get to just um, torment them by trying to spoil their kids. Yeah, so 
Payback. It'll, it come, is, uh, it'll come full circle, my friend. It will come full circle. Yeah, someday. It's I can't wait. Fun, fun being on that side of the fence now where I'm just like, yeah, here you go. Uh, was it bedtime? I got some chocolate milk for you. Yeah. Uh, some candy. <laughs> yeah. Fun to we, spoil them and then have no uh, repercussion, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our nephew, we, he babysits, quote unquote, but uh, it's questionable what he if he ever tells them no to anything because they – all the like the, all the stuff in the pantry that's like limited for them to have, or they're when we get home they're still away. It's just we're always just kind of like, what are you doing with them, Liam? Um, so <laughs> I, I think they're just like psyched to have like a you know uh, their big cousin come come hang out with them. I think it's just basically like a pizza and uh, Nintendo Switch session. So I don't know. It could be yeah. it's, it could be worse things to have, but just kind of it's just kind of funny. Um, yeah, exactly. the kids the kid I don't think the kids take them seriously like as like a authority figure yet, but. It is what it is. So, last question for you, Zach. Here, um, curious about this one. You know, if you follow along in Zach Woomer, you can see some of the different shows and music you're into. But do you listen to music when you're creating? You know, what's you know, set the scene for us? Like, what, what, what? How do you get into your zone when you're when you're putting things together? Uh, well, uh, I do. I I've really been out of listening to music lately uh, because I'm doing podcasts so much. Like. Um, uh, Rogan's podcast, yours. Uh, I listen to one called Writing Excuses because I like to pretend I'm a writer. Um, when I do listen to music, uh, it's probably more jazz nowadays. Like Miles Davis kind of blue album is great. Like the Charlie Brown Christmas album, actually. You know, I'll listen to that shit any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as rock, like uh, Lucero is one of my favorite bands. Um, like I heard them a long time ago in high school. Uh, and then like years later, my one brother was like, have you heard this band? And then he got me like sort of hooked on them. Um, most of the new music I get is through one of my good friends I used to work with in Bethlehem, uh, John Al. Uh, we keep in touch pretty much by shooting each other music, actually, each day. We go like track for track. He'll shoot me a song and then I'll send him something back. Um, and a lot of times the stuff he sends me is shit that I'd never heard. Uh, he got me into a band, um, Black Pistol Fire, uh, and I've been listening to them a lot lately. Um, like, I used to be way more into music because uh, of all my brothers and, like, my dad being in a band and stuff like that. But nowadays, like I said, I uh, a lot of the times it's more um, I'm consuming a lot of those podcasts and, like, documentaries and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I don't know. I uh, like I said, that's that's pretty much the gist. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do, I still get a lot of new music just from people sending me stuff. Like like I said, my my buddy John, like my dad sends a lot of stuff, and he's into like really heavy shit nowadays. So he'll send me stuff like uh, there's this Japanese band. Um, uh, they're like really heavy bands, but then they have these really young girl singers. I think they're uh, baby metal. I think they're called. You like look them up if you want. If you want to uh, see a crazy ass video, listen to some crazy music. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I get a pretty good variety uh, on Sounds a day to day basis as far as people sending me stuff. But when I'm working, a lot of the times, um, if I am doing music, I usually do like jazz or something like that. Something that just gets lost in the background while I'm working. Now, how do you, what's your split? Do you do work at the brewery? Do you just do most of your work at home in your studio? What's the, like, what, how does that go? Uh, it's, they have me at the brewery um, a couple of days a week. So I have like a little desk there that I'll work at. And um, I, I think a majority of my work, though, is at home. Because I like, I'll come home even when I work at the brewery. And then I'll come home and then I'll work until like two in the morning. <laughs> So I, uh, um, I do a lot of stuff at home for uh, a majority of it, but they do, they have me at the brewery a couple of days a week. That's good. Yeah, uh, it's a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice having everyone together. Uh, and they sort of want to promote that atmosphere of being like, everyone's here and it's really collaborative. Um, as far as like them making the beers and then how, uh, the stuff that they give me to work on and stuff like that. They always want to be able to, uh, uh, talk about it face to face, have conversations and sort of build from there, which is nice. Um, it's not always, 
ambiguous, you know, where they just like shoot you a direction and um, want you to do something. It's nice to be able to actually talk it out. So they, they like that type of atmosphere. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then uh, since, uh, you know, with your story, would you have any, this is uh, one of our newer ones. We try to remember to ask it, uh, any advice for somebody who's kind of, getting started, you know, um, you know, you've had your, you know, your crappy jobs and your, your grinds to get you, to get you in this position. Um, but would you have any kind of advice for somebody who's, you know, either just out of school or maybe even thinking about going to, going to art or design school? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say always try and be open to like new experiences and be willing to help your like community and your friends, uh, because, um, when you lift your friends up, they'll lift you up, you know, when you need it, whether or not you make any money. Uh, I've done like countless jobs for friends and acquaintances, you know, knowing that I wouldn't make anything, but I benefit from the experience. And a lot of times I take, take it as a learning experience to be able to do something new. Um, and then sometimes it might lead to something that does pay. Cause like uh, the best example I can give is where I'm at now, you know, working for Levante. Like when I first started doing work for them, they were paying me in beer. You know, you can't pay rent with beer, <laughs> but I loved what I was doing for them. And I learned a lot and had a lot of fun. And then it grew into what it is today, which is like my dream job. <laughs> so um, uh, if I would have looked at that opportunity in the beginning and said no, just on the basis of knowing I wouldn't make any money, uh, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. So it's, it's these friendships and experience experiences that I've made like working with these guys has helped me grow as an artist a lot. So it's just, that would be the advice I think I could give is just always be open to stuff like that because you never know where it might lead. And either way, if it leads nowhere, you still get the experience out of it. You still get to do something um, that you enjoy, hopefully, you know? That's good advice. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. It's a, uh... It's I love everybody's stories and their paths, especially you know yours and just uh, you know saying you're at your dream job. It's just really kind of uh, inspiring for others to you know just kind of keep with it and you know keep grinding and you know, you know and then another great thing is your just willingness to explore and you know open to new ideas and new styles, which you, which you can see and you're always you know the continual thirst for for knowledge is is really important. Just you know whatever field you're in. So I think. Uh, I think you're. I think you found yourself, uh, you know, a good place, and so I'm really happy for you, Zach. Well, thank you very much. Likewise, you said I've been uh, listened to uh, quite a few of your podcasts now, and it's, it's, um, I don't know, it's inspiring, like to hear that type of stuff, especially to hear all these different sort of artists. Like you, you introduced me to a bunch of new artists that I wouldn't have known, uh, and I'm sure a bunch of other people. Um, I don't know. It's nice. Like when you're able to find the time um, and have sort of the willingness to pursue something like regardless of whether um, it can support you or not, you know, if it's just something that you're passionate about and being able to pursue it that way uh, is it's something that I always strive for. And it's nice to see that in other people, you know? Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been, yeah, it's it's definitely bigger than you know beer and it's people's stories and their lives and I don't know I just it it selfishly I take a lot away from it and I try to put as much back out there for people and so to to hear that you know, you're getting that I really uh, I just really appreciate that feedback and that you were able to you know to be be a part of the project so uh, again thanks to thanks to Phil for the introduction and uh, yeah, thank you for your your support and I definitely uh, don't take it for granted. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you, Phil. <laughs> All right, my friend. That's a wrap. It wasn't so painful, right? You... No, no, that was that was. Uh, uh, yeah, I had a lot of anxiety going in, so it was. We hear that. It was we hear. Easy. We hear that a lot. We do. We get that like almost like a holy shit, we're done, and then they look at the clock and they go, "We've been talking for over, you know, now almost an hour, right?" And you kind of, yeah. wow. So yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's nice for people to have an opportunity to, to reflect and you know, talk about themselves. You know, if we do this in another one with you in five years or, you know, whatever, it'd be interesting to see what's new. And, you know, we're trying to figure that out if we, you know, if we should go back for seconds with some of these, but you know, it's just, uh, it's really cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would be happy to if, uh, if you get to that point, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Like if you get to the point where you're dipping back into, uh, dipping back in and doing repeats. Yeah. Look me up. I right. Well, I'll definitely, yeah, we'll get that beer in 3d before. And, um, yeah, I thank you and, uh, you know, have a great weekend and I'll uh, definitely, I think this will probably go out in two weeks. So I'll give you a heads up and, you know, if, if, if there's anything that you or the brewery's doing, you know, you need help with promo or just want to, uh, you know, give a heads up. Like I said, uh, any, you know, you're part of the family now. And so, uh, let me know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let, uh, like I said, Spencer, he's my, he's my partner in crime there. You know, I'll, I'll hit him up and let him know that, you know, I did this thing and I'm sure he'd be more than happy to. They love like, they love pushing stuff like that, especially within their own, excuse me, within their own community and stuff like that. You know, they like, uh, um, they're all about sort of lifting up local stuff. Right. So yeah. We made, yeah. They would love that. Cool. Yeah. We might do, yeah, we might do something with Philly beer week next year. So we're, we're definitely, uh, we're trying to keep, you know, trying to think outside the box and new, uh, new ideas. So we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll get those beers sooner than later. Yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Cool. All right, Zach, you have a great weekend and, uh, you know, thanks again. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you. All right, later, buddy. Bye. All right, later, man. And there you have it, folks. Oh, yes. The essential Zach Woomer interview right here on the 16-ounce canvas, folks. Living the dream, the dream job, cranking out those labels, working it, working it. Zach Woomer, Z-A-C-H-W-O-O-M-E-R. Our man's getting married next year. He's working it hard, and he's doing what he loves. He's keeping himself busy. We're looking forward to seeing some of those paintings when they become come out there live, live for everybody. You got to keep something secret. You can't show it all, right? You got to have a few surprises. And we got a few up our sleeves. We'll be dropping those on you in a couple days here and there, keeping things honest. We're always honest with you. We're honest to a fault. We love everyone here. We thank you so much for supporting us each and every week here at the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. But we are a podcast. We are a brand. And we are the Art of Craft Beer. And we're bringing it to you each and every week. And, hey, we can use some help. We're not, we're not afraid to get a little help, a little love. You know, we got love from our, our crew of repaired pints for this one. But uh, feel free to reach out. Drop us a line, aj16ozcanvas.com. Or just uh, use the old hashtag, 16ozcanvas. Looks like a tic-tac-toe pound sign. And uh, we will find you. If you're out there, we will find you. And we're continuing to uh, keep it going. 132 episodes. We're connected with over 200-plus breweries. 12 countries, it's wonderful. The uh, next goal is to make sure we lock down all, you know, all 50 states. I don't know, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to find a way. Keep coming up with funky-ass shit like every single day, you know what I'm saying? But you're listening to 16-Ounce Canvas. Next week, we'll be dropping some information about the Art of Craft Beer event we're doing in New Haven, Connecticut in the month of December 2019. Just for archival purposes, depending on when you listen to this one. Don't be a stranger to that. We're looking to announce some stuff for 2020. Get the double dubs, 2020. And, uh, yeah, short and sweet, folks. Short and sweet. Again, I want to thank Zach for being a part of this episode. Really enjoy his story. He's just working hard. You can follow along with his uh, off-the-cuff, little uh, satirical, uh, some potty jokes in there. His uh, Inktober, he's doing it. You know hand job jokes and what have you but uh you know we'll uh we'll, we can't take credit for any of that but it's a, it's a lot of fun to follow along and see what he's up to and we uh we do appreciate it and we look forward to seeing what comes next so don't be a stranger do us a small favor like this share this whatever the new things are to get it out there post it on your wall retweet it email your friend download it pirate it Blast on your on your boombox. Make a mixtape out of it. Was talking with uh, somebody the other day on Twitter, uh, Melissa at 
at Beauty of the Beer. If you don't follow her, please do so, especially on Instagram. You can see her lovely photography. But it was just saying about the, the we were talking about the joys of the mixtape. I used to make a killer mixtape back in the day. But uh, we were saying sharing sharing a playlist now, it just doesn't have that same kind of uh it's not as sexy, it's not as cool, you know, it's not as thoughtful, but you know, we're all gonna we're gonna work on updating us and uh, getting a new you know, a new 16-ounce canvas playlist out there for all the artists and the music that listen to while they're creating. Kind of get a little inspirational playlist for you and get the get the gamut of songs. We got some good music with this episode. Turn on to some new stuff here. And uh, this is a little Black Pistol Fire. But until next week, folks, you've been listening to the 16-ounce canvas episode 132. Zach Woomer, two O's in Woomer, W-O-O-M-E-R. Follow along his adventures on Instagram. Tell them we sent you, and we'll see you next week. We are done. That's a wrap. Satisfied.